Hello, welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We are here to chat about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff with you. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. Hooray! So, as we usually do, let's start off with our little bit of news. And our news is that we have a mystery knit-along going. It's running through the end of July. It is the Stripes in Space MCAL. We're currently in Clue 4. But you have plenty of time to jump on in with us because we are not drawing for prizes or finishing this thing up until the end of July. Hooray! Did I I miss anything? No, that was great. It's uh, inspired (laughs) by Star Wars, uh, and it's Mm -hmm. a modular chevron shape. Uh, You can check out pictures on the hashtag Stripes in Space MCAL on Instagram if you're interested in, like, seeing what it looks like a little bit before you get started. And Mm -hmm. I'm collecting quite the little hoard of prizes uh, for the MCAL, so I think it'll be fun times. It will. This is very exciting stuff. Sweet. Well. Did you finish anything this week? No. I finished a thing. I know you and did. It's small. I, I really wanted to finish my thing. I finished my ripple bralette. It looks It's so good. small. <laughs> it's funny. Let me hold it. See, I'll only hold it up on my hands. Hold, like yeah, this. hold it. Yeah, there. That looks more reasonable. That looks like a garment that might fit a human. <laughs> it's ribbing, so it shrinks up when it's not on a body. And so when we were on vacation in San Francisco, we went to Firebird Yarns in the Hate, and we each picked up a skein of Mitchell's creations in the Drunken Unicorn colorway on the Lonia base. Mm-hmm. And since I have a smaller bust, I have like a 36 inch uh, size bust. I finished mine pretty quick (laughs) and it's just so precious. I've tried it on. I like it. I've spewed pictures of it on the internet. It makes me really happy and fills me with joy. Like look at these little, little bitty rainbows. So cute. And the pattern is by Jessie Mae Designs. And I am in love with everything that they design. I want to do the ripple camisole. I want to do everything. Flutterbutt um, shorts. Flutterbutt shorts. Oh, man. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a fangirl. I'm the only, one of the things I'm working on is another pattern by the same designer. So I really like the way this turned out. I did a modification. I did a folded brim with some really elastic nice. inside. Yeah. And I will, for our next blog post, I will put something up about how I did that. Just so anybody who wants to copy me can do that. And just to be said, I, I save all the elastic from my pairs of underwear that I wear out because in this household, we tend to wear out the fabric before the elastic. Um, and if that is also you, you can cut out the elastic and you can use it for bands and things like if you're to knit yourself some shorts and you wanted to put a little elastic in there or a bralette like this, that would be a good option. Mm-hmm. Don't let anything go to waste. Yeah. I love the way this turned out. It's a great fit. My other one is kind of, it's a little older, so it's a little loosey goosey. And it like, if I raise my arms, my little boobies might pop out of it. So it's kind of like an around the house thing, but this I could totally like wear to the beach or something. I was the sort of person that went to festive parties or like concerts or festivals. I would consider wearing this without anything else, but as it is now, it's really good for underneath low cut tops or layered things. I want to make a million more. And I think I will. It was also, so I'm wearing a bralette underneath like a, a loose top here. 
I'm thinking of making that another one. Yeah, I'm thinking of making a shape that's less like a traditional uh, Brock triangle top cut and one that kind of comes together in the middle and covers more of the chest. And you could also do some patterning in here. Racerback? Is that what that's called? No, racerback is is oh, when no. it does that in the back. I don't know what it's called when it does this in the front. It's kind of like a halter top, but. A halter or like a bib mm-hmm. top. Yeah, I'm contemplating making an immediately casting on a second one and doing it in a slightly different style. Do you think I should have two rainbow bralettes? Yeah. Or should I use a different yarn? It's up to you. I thought it was really fun to work with for this. Oh, it was super fun. I loved it. I loved everything about it. It cried tears of joy. I'll pull mine up, even though it's not finished because we're like talking about the same thing. So mine, I have mm-hmm. one of my little <gasps> puppies done uh Uh, yours pulled so much differently than mine I love it yeah mine's a little bit more like yours on the the booby part but it made Mm -hmm. like swirls in the body and I think they're really fun yeah so I'm just on my last cuppy uh Mm -hmm. and I I haven't finished it because I haven't been knitting much because it's moon club season um yes but I really like how it's turning out I mm-hmm. don't think I'm going to have as much yarn as you left over because I'm making the bigger size, but I have a pretty mm-hmm. substantial cake. I was thinking about maybe mm-hmm. making myself a headband with mm-hmm. it or something because this yarn is so cute. Uh, it is super cute. And I'm going to do the cross straps on mine to make sure they don't fall off. And I did try it on and like clipped my finished strap uh, to mm-hmm. make sure that fits. And I really like it. And I didn't attach this strap. This is a trick that I did last time I knit this pattern. The pattern says to attach the strap like right after you knit it, but I don't do that because then it's way easier to see if your other strap is the same length. <laughs> That's true. But this, this yarn is pretty easy to tell because you can count the number of little colored blips. So you it's can be pretty true. sure that you're close. But yeah, that's my little tricky for that. So it's just like hanging out on a safety pin right now. So it doesn't fall right. out. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's my, that's my bralette. Yay. I have it on a massive needle because I put it on a size 50 needle. Uh, so I'd be able to try it on uh, mm, and take mm-hmm. it off. Uh, and I did it magic loop, but I'm working the cup on that same massive <laughs> needle because I'm lazy and I haven't changed it. <laughs> And for That's the so eye cord, I just took the tips off and just worked with the t- <laughs> <laughs> You're great. I love that. Uh, it's such a clever little pattern. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Keep in mind, as I say that my house is 900 square feet. So like <laughs> I could just get up and walk like 10 feet to get the other needles, but alas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hilarious well if we're just keeping things on the jesse may train i can show you yeah. my little crop top i yeah. worked on that a bunch this week while i was binge watching trashy tv and last night i actually separated for the front and back mm, i so, love that yarn yeah so i'm using some hand spun it was a uh braid of kind of charcoal colored um I think I dyed it like a dark gray and it was my sock top base. So there's some bamboo and nylon content in there for durability. And the colored one that I plied it with was just some neon and black speckled, not speckled, but like there were splotches in the braid and it was, I believe Shetland. So 
my big cake is becoming more manageable. And yeah, I'm doing the ripple crop top. And it's so cute. It's a fingering weight one. Yeah. So there's that uh, the designer has like updated the pattern since it first came out. And I had like the old version on my iPad and I had this panic last night. I was knitting. I was not sober. And I, it said to knit eight and a half inches of three by three ribbing, which I did. And then, so I pulled it and I was working off the pattern I had on my phone, which is the most recent one. Then I pulled up the pattern on my iPad, which was one, an older pattern version of the pattern. And it was like, knit 6.5 inches. And I'm like, oh no, but then I, I, uh, I figured it out and I was able to, um, just work off of the more recent one on my phone. So, yeah, so I have separated, I haven't done any decreasing yet, but I've separated for like the front where I'm going to, where the V starts in the neck. And so I'm going to work on that. Yeah. The front is a little longer than the back. Mm -hmm. See, I'm excited. I think this is going to be really nice and there's going to be lots of good ease and it's Jesse May fangirl. I want a million. I want everything ripple. I want a ripple more crop tops. I want the camisoles. I want more bralettes all the way. Yes. Yay. Yay. What else have you been knitting on? The main thing that I have knit on aside from my bralette is this sock, which is massive. Mm-hmm. It Here's is massive. Massive sock. And I am about to start the cuff on the top. I have like, I think 60-ish grams of this left, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm getting close to where the cuff would end like at the knee and I don't really want it to end in the middle of the knee because that's an awkward sock thing so I'm going to make it mm-hmm. like just just below the knee uh, mm-hmm. for the length of the sock so there is my socks nice. yeah I did uh start on the uh cuff and I forgot to do my trick that I like to do which is if I am doing a contrast cuff I knit a row in stockinette first so that the pearls look mm-hmm. nice and I started it and forgot to do that so I ripped it out a little bit so that I could fix that but yeah I'm gonna do the cuff on that and it will be cute and then I'll start on my Yay. second sock and that will be good like out and about knitting for this weekend because I was mm-hmm. just telling Lauren that I have a bunch of fun stuff planned this weekend so having Yay. a vanilla sock will be good and most of this was done while I was at that six concert selling things for the nonprofit this week. Nice. So. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. I've also been working on a sock and I do the same thing you do for a contrast cuff is I knit a row. It makes it much cleaner. Yeah. So that you don't see. I should parents. have taken a picture of the bad version of it to show the difference, but mm-hmm. not that smart. So Yeah. So I have a half finished object. This is just a sock for my partner. It is, I'm using some mystery indie dyed yarn from my deep stash. And it is like a blue gray base with lots of little colorful speckles. And I did a hot pink contrast cuff. I think it's pretty fun. I tried something new. I'm really interested to see if it fits. So I did the flegal heel because that is my current obsession for non-self-striping socks. And since I usually have a higher stitch count for my part for the foot, because my partner has extra wide feet, but normal leg, I decrease. So I just kind of kept the decrease short row decreases going. See, I see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes it kind of, there is like a visual break in the sock 
but honestly, this is the sock that I've made him that looks most like the shape of his feet. Mm-hmm. So here's to hoping that it works out. Yeah. I've, I've started my second sock and I'm into the uh, increases, the flegal increases for the heel. So just been uh, doing lots of vanilla knitting while watching lots of trashy TV. That sounds fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that we both keep socks on the needles at all times. Yes. This is really all I've been wanting to knit on. And I've stopped fighting myself on that, like force myself to knit anything. I just let myself knit whatever I like. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless I'm test knitting something. Mm-hmm. I don't test knit things I'm not excited about. Yeah. So it's not really an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You working on anything else? No. Nice. Moon clubs forever. Moon clubs for but days. But not really, just until tonight. And then they'll be out of my house and on their way to everyone else's house. Yay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now we can talk about acquisitions. Did you acquire anything this week? I did. I just got a couple things right before we recorded. One of them mm-hmm. is my Radical Threads Kickstarter Ooh, rewards. Yay. So I got the pin and the little sticker. Um, nice from their Kickstarter. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe I, I might do it as a prize or something for an MCAL. I'm not totally sure. Mm-hmm. I haven't decided mm-hmm. because I have lots of pins. So mm-hmm. I could, it could be a fun prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might stick the sticker in my notebook though. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yes. And then earlier today, I went to Joanne Fabrics for reasons that will be in office hours a little bit but i also picked up a bunch of dmc floss nice while i was there fun Um, and i got this little uh ringy ding with Mm -hmm. the little plastic bobbins um because i am working on a long-term cross-stitch project so these are my colors for that yeah nice i love it i love it fun that's my little pile of thread the only thing i acquired this week aside from farmer's market flowers was from you i got cookies yeah yeah they were delicious i'm glad they They came with that little card yeah they're from tabby's taste and you can that's what they are on the internet you can find them but uh, i was really surprised the taste of paradise one was my favorite it was really good there's so the yummy vegan cookies that apparently you can ship from anywhere mm-hmm. and the ones i like best were the taste of paradise and it's a, they're coconut oatmeal and cinnamon Ooh. and the texture was really good on those really tasty vegan treats yay neither of us are vegan we just like i tried just, lots of things yeah cookies cookies get them sent to you yes I assume that you said they're from Chicago. So I assume that they have like a physical like situation too. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Chicago, you can get them in person. If you live anywhere and else, I, I think that some online. like coffee shops and stuff have them around town in Chicago as well. Yummy, yummy, yummy cookies. Mm-hmm. Sweet. That was all that we acquired. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Th- all the things I acquired that weren't from my own backyard. <laughs> I know you can hear about the things we harvested from our, from our vast tracts of land and office hours. <laughs> oh man. Sweet. Let's roll on into a cult corner and talk about something off the beaten path, something non-yarny. Yeah. And this week we're talking about how to use color in your pagan witchy practice because we've just spent a lot of time discussing 
what different colors mean and what significances they have in cultures, various cultures around the world. Now we're going to talk about how to use them because we're experts. Yeah. We're, experts. we're both we're baby not pagans. Experts. Yeah. It's just like, some general ideas of things that you may not have thought of or you're like, mm-hmm. you guys are telling me all about these different colors and like, what, how am I supposed to do anything with that? Yeah. So some really easy ways to incorporate color into your witchcraft is just to collect various bits and bobs of the assorted colors. Like for mm-hmm. example, crystals, really easy way to incorporate color into like your home decor and like altar mm-hmm. stuff for if you like don't have a ton of money or you don't want to spend money on stuff and you are a crafter yarn comes in many different colors so mm-hmm. you can make cute little like crochet flowers to stick on your altar in different colors or mm-hmm. you know tie things with little ribbons and whatnot or cute little pouches to put your treasures in yes cute little pouches we don't sell those at all no yes we do, <laughs> we, do. we sell pattern emily sells patterns for those they're really cute and they use like a mini skein's worth of yarn yes i enjoy them mm-hmm. It's also flowers. Yes, flowers, good uh, thing to get from nature. And uh, you can also incorporate color into like your own personal look. So you can kind of bring magic stuff with you as you go, Uh, Mm -hmm. like picking what color your clothes are, adding like a little pop of color that has some significance to you nails a uh, good excuse to get fun colored lipstick or eyeshadow i definitely kind of get witchy with the nail polish my nails are really like weak right now so i haven't been painting them too much but when i do paint them i like put on my good vibes music and i light some candles and i i feel different when i have my nails painted like i feel like strong and like i think of it kind of like my armor so I like think of those sorts of vibes when I paint my nails and there's obviously like the color that you choose can remind you of something that you like to think of yeah definitely Mm -hmm. also like jewelry just like little things or like putting a hair clip in especially if you're like in the broom closet and like you don't want to be uh like ostentatious with what you're doing you could just like add little tiny things that only you know about pick a pair of hand-knit socks that is a color that you're trying to bring or exciting underwear that you like it makes you feel good yes um i buy beyondies underwear and i definitely theme my underwear to like things i'm doing that day sometimes Because I have like underwear that has cute breakfast foods on it. So like maybe I'll wear that if we're going to brunch. Who can say? (laughs) That's adorable. Bath bomb or like bath additive colors. I really like to Mm -hmm. take um, like ritual baths because I just really like baths and they're very relaxing. Uh, But you could pick Mm -hmm. like bath salts or like a bath bomb that uh, matches what you're trying to incorporate in color meanings wise. I think that's fun. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to necessarily be for you. Like, obviously, if you're going to make a gift for someone like our podcast is largely like knitting and fiber arts related, like if you're going to knit or crochet something for someone, obviously, you should make it a color they like, but um, you can also like put your intentions into it. If you're making something, you know, say out of green yarn for someone, you can just kind of put your intention like, 
because green pertains to the earth element. You're like, oh, I hope, you know, my, the person I'm going to give this to is financially stable or is lucky that their body is healthy. Like think of those like kind of pentacles, earth element things that you can channel that into the, the color of the project and like your, your good intentions for them. Yeah. I love that. And that can go into like any kind of craft that you're making too, right? Like if you're making an art or if you're making a card for someone or, you know, just mm-hmm. doing, doing any kind of a fun craft project. And you can also too do that. Um, I know that's a practice if you're doing petition papers. I've watched a couple of videos around the internet on that. And I know like, and you order things from Bebe Vidu, they include petition paper and like you you know, you write the things that you want to petition the, the earth, the universe for, and then you, you burn, you know, do whatever you are going to do with the paper. Burning it is just one option, but like you can choose what color ink to write. Like if you're, you're yeah, if your intentions are for physical health for something, use green. If your intentions are for emotional health, use something like watery colored or mm-hmm. et cetera. If your intentions are for passion, use red and so on. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, there's a whole lot of like stuff like that from the little I've seen about petition papers, like what color and what angle you write your petition and like the name of the person that you want to like receive things and et cetera, and how you fold things and mm-hmm. cool, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And you could bring that into like your bullet journal if you, uh, mm-hmm. you could like something that you want to bring into your week if you just like want to have a nice relaxing week maybe you could use a nice pretty blue pen or if you're mm-hmm. if there's something that you're like planning and you want to bring luck to it maybe you plan it in with some green or like draw some cute little green clovers around it mm-hmm. yeah color symbolism it's you can fun. use it everywhere in your life yeah, it's it's one of the easiest entry ways to bring intention into what you're doing, I think. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. everything little- is a color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you could just make it a specific color on purpose. And like, I enjoy how these things are because color symbolism is so prominent just in all of culture. Like, I don't think this is at all in odds if you are of a traditional spiritual practice as well Mm. like blue is calm and cooling and evocative of water for every religion Mm -hmm. that there is and just you know coloring your week in a light blue highlighter just to make you feel like cool and calm and collected like yeah that's that's something anybody can do yeah and uh also worth noting if you are like wanting to bring a specific intention and you don't have a thing that is that color or you're like struggling to you, you like want to take a bath and set intentions but you don't you don't have a purple bath bomb uh mm-hmm. white is pretty much like the universal color um so mm-hmm. like clear quartz one of the easiest crystals to come by uh white mm-hmm. candles one of the easiest candles to come by um so mm-hmm. if you're really trying to do witchy stuff on a budget go for white candles because you can kind of do whatever you want with them mm-hmm. yeah and you can also really dress those things up like say you have like a white candle you can like draw on it with a marker and you burn it or you mm-hmm. could just wrap that color ribbon like something you might have around the house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure 
Yeah. And I, I like the, the like marker and pens idea. Cause most people have like different color pens around their house. So mm-hmm. that's a really easy way. And you can get like a box of crayons for like 99 cents. So if you wanted to just like have some fun coloring and something too, that I've seen people do like the like TikTokers do, like if you want to like light your room up, like there's websites you can go to that just make whatever screen you're using. Light well, yeah, your room that's up a good a idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can do that while you're meditating, while you're burning a white candle, while you are, you know, doing, doing anything you want. Mm-hmm. So many fun ways to incorporate color. I, I love just randomly brainstorming with you. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun for like bigger ideas. uh, I'm noticing the color of the walls of my office. uh, And I did pick the color of the walls of my office to be blue for like a nice, calming, peaceful atmosphere. um, Mm -hmm. Even before I did witchy stuff, because Mm -hmm. that's just how blue makes humans feel most of the time. So you can think about the stuff when you're doing bigger home decor things too, when you're like decorating, uh, when you're choosing furniture just something to think Mm -hmm. about. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's why I chose to like keep all my walls white is because I want like the versatility of being able to punch it up with whatever accessories and being able to change it whenever I see fit. But I did choose to have blue, blue curtains because I was in a really heavy Doctor Who phase. Nice. (laughs) What can you do? Mm -hmm. Sweet. Was there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up a cult corner? I don't think so. Let us know your different ideas. If there is a particular way you like to use color that we didn't talk about, let us know on Instagram or uh, in the Discord. Yeah, in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sweet. So we do have some, there is some shameless self promotion that's going to go on this week. Do you want to go first? Sure. Mine's shortish. So I have a couple Power of the Full Moon Club pattern update things. The pattern for Strawberry Moon is currently live in Power of the Full Moon Club quarter two. Uh, It's the last pattern of quarter two. So I think next week, um, probably when this podcast airs in like iTunes and all that good stuff, uh, I will have the full picture of all three patterns up as the image and it will go up on pay hip that day as well because it can't go up on pay hip before all three patterns are out but yeah it's very cute it's like a little wrist like very mini tote bag kind of thing um, do you use it for your egg i did i fit six eggs in it <laughs> yes six eggs in it it's very <laughs> it's lace so it's very stretchy <laughs> That's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I love it. Yes. Yeah. And because it has that kind of like, it makes that kind of like pumpkin rib looking effect. You can Mm -hmm. like stick an egg in each of the ribby outs. Uh, (laughs) Yes. So that is fun. And the other Power of the Full Moon Club like pattern update is that the quarter three pattern listing is currently up on Ravelry, which will be Buck Moon in July. Surgeon Moon in August and Harvest Moon in September. Uh, and those will come out during each of those months. Uh, but it is currently up on Ravelry now for $6. Don't buy it if you bought the Power of the Full Moon Club kit because it comes with the uh, coupon code to get it for free. Uh, but if you are not getting the kits and you're just knitting along, uh, you can get it now. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so I will be having a shop update this weekend um, on... Sunday, June 27th at 9 a.m. Pacific. And I will be having some returning favorites. I'll be doing my rainbow self-striping 
it's not traditional rainbow because I don't, plenty of people do traditional rainbow with red. I'm using hot pink because these are neon rainbows. So yeah, I have my more saturated version of my Bifrost colorway. That's the uh, rainbow bridge in Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to have them both on my high twist BFL base and my matte socks base. This is the first time that they'll be available on the high twist BFL, which is exciting. This is like the ultra neon version and there's no distinct striping. There's a little micro fade in between each color. It's really fun. I'll also be having Bifrost mist, which is like a uh, kind of a more like highlighter pastel neon version. I have Bifrost Mist socks that I have made myself and they make me very happy. They're Mm -hmm. very fun rainbow colors and it's super fun to knit with, uh, especially because of that little gradation between each of the stripes. It's like Mm -hmm. really addicting to knit this color. Super fun. Now available on BFL as well as my regular Superwash Merino Nylon base. So I'll be having those this weekend. And then I will be also having, and I can show it because this won't go up until after. Yeah, today's the full moon. We didn't talk today's about the full that moon. at all. <laughs> I will be having quarter two of the Power of the Full Moon Club available as full skein sets. Look, they There's- would match my dress so nicely. So nicely. We have pink moon, which is pink. Flower moon, which is kind of a lavender cool it's a cool uh, lavender color with speckles and then strawberry moon, which is, it's really sweet. So it's like a, a light green with little pops of strawberry red and it makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. So I'll be having these available as kits. Yay. Yay. Full moon stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, so that will be in my Etsy shop, which is Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe on Etsy. You can find what is coming to my shop and when through my Instagram, which is Valkyrie underscore fibers. Yes. And if you are looking for my patterns, you can find them on Ravelry. I am Kitty with a Cupcake. You can also find my patterns on Payhip as Kitty with a Cupcake. And if you would like to see what I'm working on or what's coming up, you can go to my Instagram, which is Kitty with a Cupcake. And if you want to see what the podcast is doing and what we're doing together for Power of the Full Moon Club and all of that good stuff, you can follow us as Fiber Coven on Instagram. You can also find our Fiber Coven Patreon. Uh, It's patreon.com slash Fiber Coven. And that is where you will get some fun behind the scenes content. Uh, This week, we have a video that uh, Lauren made where she is dyeing a uh, sock blank from start to finish. So if you want to get some cool tips on dyeing your own sock blank. She shows two different ways to speckle yarn in the video that are kind of neat. And uh, we will also have an extra long bonus episode next week of uh, Mr. Valkyrie dyeing his own sock blank from start to finish. And it is very long. I said I was excruciating. I said I was going to cut it, but I didn't because I think it's pretty funny. (laughs) So I I just cut little bits of it. It's about 45 minutes long. Um, so, and I, I, I played a little bit of it for Chad. He was in the room while I was doing some editing and he was like, this is funny. And I was like, I thought so. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not cutting much of it because it's amusing. Uh, it'll be good to just like put in the background and like knit on some stuff and, uh, watch Mr. Valkyrie die a sock blank and Lauren is supervising (laughs) and hear his, his opinions on trees. I'm sure. There's lots of talk about trees. He loves trees. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I think that's enough from us. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Come see us all around the internet. We're Fiber Coven everywhere. And until next week, Coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.